Everybody, this is the Classic Gaming Podcast. I'm your host, Robert Reek. That was alone in the chaos with our intro music. Today's date is August 19th, 2015. Blake and Jay, so You mean Blay and Jake? What's Jake and Blay, what are y'all up to? Chillin', listen to uh, Blake and yeah. Spaghetti. Yeah, it's if wonderful you all, because um, I mute my mic. I can't smile like that. When I eat the food, watch. That's some fucking skills. No right way, there. you're not eating right now. I There's don't believe no it. <laughs> he's probably spitting food everywhere. That's what he's doing right now. <laughs> he just spilled it all over himself, I think. Wouldn't be surprised. It's Blake. We can't hear you, Blake. Jake, Come back. It's delicious. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. He is eating. He really is. Uh, he really likes it. Mikey, he really likes it. What would you guys, if you two were a couple, what would your celebrity, like, singular name be? Like, I combined, you know how they do that? Probably Jake. Big Sexy. Oh, Big Sexy. Big Sexy? Big Shirtless yeah. Sexy? Well, that's kind of redundant. Never mind. <laughs> trying to think of... <clears throat> I'm trying to think of some combination of putting oh. things off till tomorrow because you're a slacker. I, do you follow me? Jay I think Tottero? you're reaching right now. I feel like you're reaching right now. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to let you know you're reaching right now. Okay, all right. Well, let's move on then. Um, please, please. Uh, what, what, what have you guys been up to? Anything awesome? Blake, how's this stream going? Besides, uh, like, stream's been going pretty all right. I've had a shirt for sale. Uh, God damn. Um, my shirt sale ends today. And yeah, you I have said sold about 95 it. shirts. I know. I didn't know what the plan was with it last time. It was kind of a thing. Okay. It's been all crazy. Uh, yeah, I've sold 95 shirts. pretty good. Shirts. Yeah. That's, that's, that's a cool. lot. You that's sold 95? Lot. Yeah. Holy shit, dude. Congratulations. That's awesome. I know. Yeah, it's You're famous. Yeah. <laughs> How does it feel? Uh, feels pretty great. It's been Have amazing. My goal was, uh, yeah, where do you want it, baby? <laughs> you know where, <laughs> you know where it's going. <laughs> My original goal for the campaign was to sell 20 shirts, which at that point I would have about broken even after buying my own couple. And, mm-hmm. uh, I thought, yeah, we'll probably sell about 20, maybe 25, somewhere around there. And then in the first like day, we blew past 20 already. And I was really like, cool. well, holy Thanks. shit. Uh, and it's been crazy since then. That's about it, all that I've been up to, I think. Uh, stream's been alright. I've just been, I haven't been able to like focus on figuring out what I want to do with my stream lately, so I've just been playing Isaac again. Nice. When in doubt. Yeah, I've been, <laughs> when in doubt, play Isaac. <laughs> that's how it fucking goes. It kind of sucks because it's just like, I just get back into this groove of just like, well, I've played Isaac for six hours today. I'll probably do it tomorrow right. and the day after that. Because it's just really easy to just boot it up, talk to my chat, put on some music, and do whatever while I'm playing Isaac. But uh, I want to get back to some retro stuff. I just need to figure out what game I want to play next. I can help you out with that. No, please. <laughs> Solid Metal Gear Solid. Uh, do you think it's ironic that the guy who's famous for wearing no shirt on his stream is doing such a good job of selling shirts? <laughs> Maybe it's an invisible shirt. <laughs> you you dip it. Is in it a see-through shirt? A see-through shirt. <laughs> Lots of nipples. Yeah, are you allowed to wear see-through shirts on Twitch? I don't like, think if you're so. Guy? It depends like, how they had to change the rules. Are. 
because the rule at one point was like, oh, you can't show nipple. As long as you don't show nipple, you're fine. And then it like so many people made them regret Pushed the wording yeah. on that, that they were uh-huh. like, all right, you have to be wearing a shirt and it has to cover up this and this and all this. It's like, God, you guys are just. The thing is, if you're, if you're famous no enough, foresight. Though, they don't care. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Now the, now the rules just say wear a fucking shirt. See, but even people take that literally and then they'd have people fucking on their shirt and they're like, God damn it. <laughs> What do we do? Uh, uh, Jay, everything's everything's going good with you? Yeah, playing a lot. Of Don't start with you, Robert. That's a funny game. Blake, do you have that? Played, we didn't play a lot. We played some. Well, you and Lisa played a lot. Don't starve with her. What? See, speaking of girlfriend, and I have. Dog. <clears throat> I have Don't Starve, but I don't have Don't Starve. You get you get, you get the beta for free. If you want to play okay. sometime, you want you want to play you, me, and Robert, and Lisa sometime. It'd be fun. Maybe. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, Actually, right, that's the other thing I've been doing a bunch of non-stream and everything. Uh, I got into Marvel Heroes. Ooh. <laughs> oh, how is that? It's pretty damn good, actually. I'm shocked at how much fun it is. It's um, it's an action RPG, same along the lines of like Path of Exile, Diablo, One, Two, Three, etc. Oh, Top I didn't know that RPG, actually. Where you play as they've got like. 40 different Marvel characters that you can play as right now. Okay. And it's like each of the characters is pretty unique. Uh, that's like the most startling thing. They're very faithful to their characters. They've got Captain America, Wolverine, Cyclops, all these other characters, Doom, etc. And they play pretty individually and pretty respective to their comic book personas. Um, so it's pretty fun awesome. in that regard. There's this big story of this tablet of space and time and all this. And it's like, hey, whatever, I don't care. Um, I <laughs> you beat up a bunch of bad guys as Wolverine or Cyclops or anybody that I want, basically. Um, it's pretty, I'm enjoying it, but it's got some potential for some really, really, really extreme grinding, which kind of sucks if I get up to that point. Who is y'all's favorite Marvel character? Don't know. Oh, man. Don't know enough about it. Sorry. Bastard. You got you know enough to pick a favorite. I guarantee you, I would say a character that's probably not a part of Marvel. That that's that's what would happen here. Do you really want Let's that to happen? No, no, oh, I'm not yes playing I this do. game. Nope, nope. I not cannot happening. believe you don't. Like, Blake, can you pick one? I'm eating spaghetti. Hold on. <laughs> um. Okay. Lately, Ooh. I would have Iron Fist. <laughs> Oh, nice. That's it's a good one. A really good. Um, this was a while back now. This is probably about six or seven years ago. Um, there was this really, really great uh, Iron Fist series called uh, The Immortal Iron Fist, which was probably my favorite comic that I've read. And ever since then, I really liked the character. He's a kung fu guy that uses goofy chi techniques and all this stuff. Very old school kung fu movie type character and one of the things that re- was really cool about the comic book series the immortal iron fist was that they played off of that really well they had him like he went up against these other kung fu martial artists and they had these goofy over-the-top names for their attacks like the howling wind fist of shaolin style <laughs> oh, it's silly stuff, you know? <laughs> and kinda, right. it, it was just like this really cool touch that added a lot of character and a lot of flavor to uh, the Iron Fist character and his world, and I really liked it a lot. Never since then, I've been in love with the character. 
So Are you in love with the Coco? Yeah. I'm in love with the fist. <laughs> now I got my girlfriend going nice. <laughs> <Just singing. laughs> Sweet. No. Um Will? Do you know who the Black Knight is? Yeah, I used to yeah. think he was, he was awesome. an old Avengers villain, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, he was a good guy, at least for when I was oh, reading it. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wait a minute. I remember him now. Okay. He was in. God, I'm trying to remember the series that I read that had him in it. He he was like uh, there was an older one, and I think the older one may have been a villain, and now there's a newer one. And there was a series. I'm trying to remember what it was, though. Yeah, I'm trying to remember, too, because I didn't read it. Sometime in the last decade. And uh, he was pretty cool. I liked him. He had, like, a lightsaber, basically. Yeah. Really? That's kind of interesting. Yeah, he was pretty cool looking, too. Anyway, that's yeah, not Robert. what we're here to talk about. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's I'm not what we're that... doing. I mean, <laughs> what are we doing here? What is this about? Hi, this is the classic gaming podcast. Oh, Marvel podcast. Right. <laughs> I'm afraid that I'm afraid that I'm that I've that I have a problem now, maybe because I just bought a complete inbox copy of F Zero the other day. Oh, sure, so, you can afford that, but you can't afford my shirt. Oh, <laughs> I didn't say it. No, Jay was the one who said he couldn't afford it. I said I have too many shirts. Whatever. Oh, uh, it was only this one was not too bad. It was only thirty bucks. My shirt's cheaper. <laughs> I can't put your shirt up on my shelf and. Yeah, you could. You can nail There's that. There's not enough room. Oh. There's not enough room. I, my wall is are basically just windows in my office. It's like gigantic windows spanning the entire room. Nail it to the windows. Room. I don't give a shit. What about nail it to the windows? What about to the wall then? Huh? Huh? There, I just said there's no walls. It's all windows. Oh my god! It's from there's like armor. two feet of wall space, and I have some like comic book uh, artwork hanging. Does it make all the females crawl, Robert? Just go with that. Yes, it does. There you go. Um, by the way, I get what um, I get the reference on your Smash shirt now. Excuse me. There you go. I'm actually wearing that shirt right now. Oh, sweet. I always thought it was a Super Smash. I always thought it was a Super Smash Brothers T-shirt previously. Sigh. I know. I'm sorry. But anyway, let's talk about news. Unless, unless you guys want to just keep going. Ooh, let's do it. Random shit that doesn't that nobody cares about. Uh, let's see. Okay. Have you guys heard about uh, Miyamoto pulling out of hardware development with uh, Nintendo? No, I didn't actually. No, what? That's happening. Uh, so Miyamoto, uh, according to this article by Fortune, is 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 leaving is pulling out of hardware development at Nintendo and going back just to like game and software development. Um, and the 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 idea is kind of like okay, maybe he wasn't the best to come up with hardware ideas because Nintendo's hardware has not really been selling all that great. Uh, basically since he's been involved with it, which my understanding is mostly like the Wii U and the 3DS. Um, Didn't you say why he wants to do this? Sorry to interrupt him. Just... Yeah, well, pretty much for what why I just said, because okay. their hardware 
isn't really doing great. So he's kind of so so. Oh, he's I see. Like, okay. Yeah, so he's kind of like, all right, maybe I just am better just at games. Wow. So he's pulling back just to focus on that stuff. Yeah, y'all hadn't heard about this. No, no not at all. That, which is a shock. I, I that's really yeah. interesting because like I feel for companies like kind of like Nintendo where they only have like one focal point. Like Sony, obviously, they have a billion products plus gaming, whereas like. With Nintendo, like I imagine, when things aren't going well, they question everything because, like you know, like that's their main yeah. source of income. Yeah, yeah. Probably I never thought about that. that. That's that's interesting. So anyway, that should be interesting. I mean, it sounds kind of like maybe it's a good idea. Uh, yeah, yeah we'll see what see. happens. I think there's gonna be a lot of changes coming in. You know, president and everything. So we'll see. Um, Grandia Two, which was originally a Dreamcast game. You guys probably know that. I did not. Apparently, uh, their anniversary edition PC port is coming out on August 24th on GOG. Yeah, According to I'm looking Spot. forward to that. Are you? I couldn't. Oh, yeah. Myself. Um, I've actually That's gotten... Kind of sarcastic. No, 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 no. Not sarcastic. No, that was not sarcastic. Gotten... Play. <laughs> yeah, that was not me being sarcastic. Um, <laughs> I know sarcastic. It is a game that I have had a lot of RPG fans recommend to me. It's apparently supposed to be very, very good. And I've been wanting to play it for a while. And I've just been waiting for the right opportunity. Because this has been talked about. This PC port of uh, Grandia 2 has been talked about for like... Uh, I've been hearing about it for like six months now, I want to say. Oh, really? Sometime pretty early this year, it's been on my radar. And it, like, just a couple days ago, it finally got the date announced. And the date is in, like, two friggin' weeks. Yeah. It's, uh... And and what's also weird is GOG does not have any mention of it anywhere on their website. That is uh, kind of strange, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty strange. But apparently, according to GameSpot... Uh, that's that's gonna happen on it's coming out on the twenty fourth again on Isn't Slasher GameSpot or am I thinking of something wrong? No, uh, yeah, yeah, he was Slasher was uh, he used to write for GameSpot. Yep. Um, I've actually have you t- have you looked at any of it, Blake? It actually looks really good. Like the remaster, uh, it basically looks like a sharper version of the original game. It's not like yeah, redone I've with glanced late at the graphics. images, but like I I haven't been paying too much attention to it myself because I don't have any attachment to the original art. So like I could go and compare the two, but it'd just be like, oh look, they took a sharpening tool to everything, kind of a thing, you know. Well, that's so that's that's much. my point is it's not like uh like Final Fantasy VI. Yeah, they, yeah, they have they haven't redone the art. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, there you go. Have you okay, a new company called Fig. I was just I just I, this news just came up. I just read about this the first time today. I don't know if how old this is, uh but I think it's recent. Um this this company called Fig is starting sort of a Kickstarter like platform or the platform is called Fig. It's fig.co. And uh, it's it's a it's it's a Kickstarter like platform, but apparently instead of uh, when you're th- this isn't really classic gaming related by the way I should say it's just kind of interesting since we do talk about Kickstarter a lot on here. Um, instead of like backing uh, games to get rewards, uh, this is set up or it's going to be set up so that when you back a game, you're actually investing in the sales of the game. 
Can you elaborate on that? Wait a minute. Or, I hadn't heard about this part. I heard that they were making a <laughs> Kickstarter for games, but I didn't hear the investment stuff at all. Yeah, so their setup is going to be when you you are – this is technically an investment in the game, and you will get a return on the sales of the game based on your wow. investment. Wow. Wow. Um, apparently the law – what I was reading – the article that I was reading kind of said that like – Part of the reason Kickstarter never did this is because the laws were always kind of weird uh, regarding, like, who can invest in that kind of way. But apparently mm-hmm. some of the laws have recently changed okay. to where it's not so prohibitive for just kind of – for people to put something out this and be like, hey, you want to invest? So uh, this should be kind of – I mean, it sounds kind of cool. It'll definitely be interesting. I mean, this is pretty unexplored territory. Uh, so I'm sure there are going to be... Yeah, frighteningly so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm sure there's going to be problems that nobody thought of come up. But, I mean, I'm also kind of excited about it because it does seem like a pretty cool idea. It does. I mean, it, it, I feel like it would encourage more people to do it, you know, like kind of like an, another motive, if you will. Yeah. Yeah, a whole new uh, kind of backer reward. That, sure, uh, Absolutely. Yeah before get a different type of crowd other than just the people who blindly donate no offense like you know the people that just donate without you know other incentives right so um that's kind of all i know about it. i'm looking at the site right now it looks like a lot of their stuff they do have like kickstarter like rewards so that's not completely gone so it's i guess i don't really understand exactly how it's going to work but um this will be interesting to keep an eye on i think cool um I got a, uh, I got an email today from Kickstarter, and it was a survey about my satisfaction with the Sons of Starcraft Kickstarter. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> was there yeah. a uh, negative number on the marker there? Uh, I pre- <laughs> I got I got as close to negative as as I could on my answer. God, what uh, a brutal time. I'm I'm not sure if like Kickstarter is kind of singling them out because of how terrible that went down or if it was kind of just a random thing and I just happened to get it for a terrible Kickstarter. But Do I you want to give things. people a brief understanding of what you're referring to? Yeah, yeah, okay, sure. So Sons of Starcraft was a Kickstarter that started, I want to say 2000, I guess it was early 2011 probably, right around the time that Starcraft 2 was blowing up Big. getting enormous. Yeah. Uh and so Sons of Starcraft was, uh, this Kickstarter was for a documentary on two casters for Starcraft, Tasteless and Artosis, which were, I guess, I mean, you would pretty much say they were the, by far, the most popular uh, Starcraft 2 casters. And uh, so everybody was like, holy shit, this is awesome. Uh, it was the... the the documentary was going to kind of be about, like, how they got started. Like, they've been casting ever since StarCraft 1. And so it was going to kind of, like, start off with, like, how they got started in the first place and follow everything, kind of, like, catch up to where they are now and follow them around to see, like, what they're doing. And, like, the Kickstarter, like, they, it, they delivered on it, like, two years late. And they didn't send out any of the, like, backer rewards, like, nobody got anything, like, there were 
T-shirts and autographed posters and stuff that people had uh, at the levels people had backed, and they and none of that ever got sent out. And then the movie, instead of being released as a movie, it was released over a period of like I want to say like a year or close to a year epi- in episodes. Uh, and like it was not an good. Episode every couple months, and they were terrible. Mm-hmm. They weren't. They weren't even remotely good. Yeah, yeah, they weren't even remotely good. And, like, no apology or anything from the guys who made it, like, about not sending out the other backer rewards or about, like, just delivering a terrible product. Um, what made it kind of worse also was that, like, people, you know, after it was late and people were starting to get kind of suspicious, people were, like, you know, kind of giving the guy a little bit of shit or, or the, the two guys, I think it was it was one or two guys making it, like, you know, what's going on with this? This is kind of looking like a scam. And, like, what kind of made it worse was Tasteless and Artosis, the, the casters, came out and sort of, like, lashed out at everybody for being, like, Impatient. You, know, you don't understand how, how difficult it is, blah, 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 like, for this. And then, like, a year later or two years or however long after that when it was clear that they completely had fucked this up, then they kind of were like, yeah, I guess the, the – somebody interviewed, I think it was Artosis, and he was like, yeah, I kind of actually – wish I had never gotten involved with this because it just turned into a shit storm. It, it became a running joke. That That's how seriously bad it was. Like, just think about it. It became a running joke within anybody who knew anything about the community. We'd all joke and say, oh yeah, like Sons of Starcraft. <laughs> <don't> yeah. <laughs> um, so anyway, that was just kind of a side note. I got a, I got a, a survey about that. I'm not sure if it was singled out on purpose or if it was just a random survey that I got from Kickstarter. Uh, my, my satisfaction was not all fives. <laughs> like it should be? I'll say that. <laughs> I'll say that one. Um, uh, okay, a couple more quick news things. Maybe there's just one left. Okay, well, okay, there's just one more thing. This was, this is actually, I meant to include this in the last episode, but I forgot to, uh, write it down. So Konami, we all know they've been going through some kind of weird shit. Uh, according to Kotaku, one of the next things that Konami is going to be working on, you know, they're get, they're kind of getting out of the uh, video game business. Uh, they're going to be mostly focusing on... Oh, things, no. Like, if this is what I think it was, I don't think we've talked about this on the podcast, but someone's <laughs> in my chat. Oh, okay, it's, pro- it's probably the same thing. Um, so they're oh. kind of getting out of big video game development, more what? into mobile games, and, uh, and very oh. heavily, apparently, into pachinko stuff. Well... Here's here's the thing. They're going to be making a new Suikoden game, but what? it's gonna be a pachinko game. <laughs> I hadn't heard. I, that's not. You what hadn't I, heard about that? Oh my god! No. That broke. Please my tell mind. me it's called Suikoden six or five or whatever. Like, is it actually? No, it's not a numbered like entry, is it? Let me try and look this up really quick. Okay, well, I'll do mine while you're fi- trying to find that. Mine is another pachinko machine they're coming out with. They're they're going to be making a Castlevania pachinko machine, and it's going to feature quote erotic violence. Oh, okay. So <laughs> they're definitely suiciding their company, is what I'm hearing. <laughs> I mean, in, I don't know about that. In Japan, a pachinko. Think about this. We got Japan. We got pachinko. We got erotic violence in Japan. This is we true. got Castlevania. 
This is gonna be this is gonna be a money maker. Biggest thing in the world. I'm afraid. Biggest, Biggest thing ever. Biggest thing in the world. The single most profitable item any company has ever developed. That's hilarious, actually. And the single most fucking ridiculous. Uh, yeah, I can't find. Um, I can't remember which thing it was supposed to be. I want to say it was a pinball game, uh, and it was announced at the last big conference after E3. Between now and E3, I think there was a conference in Japan where they talked about it. It may have actually even been at E3. How's that even a... How would you even... How, how do you even make that I announcement? Don't, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> okay. He's looking out. Well, so... So there we have that bit of depressing news. Uh, yeah. I think that's all. Do you, is there anything else? Any other news that you guys... Yeah, have? Rip Konami. I think let's Rip Konami, yeah. Rip Konami. Was going to be another one of those running jokes. Remember Konami uh, back in the day? You're running for long. They're uh, shooting their legs out from under themselves. I'm kind of not so sad that uh, Kojima is leaving that company anymore. Uh, yeah, why do you think it happened? Yeah. Here's our business plan for 2015. I quit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> resignation, please. I'll take my check now. <laughs> All right, let's talk about some games. Sure. Okay. Um. Oh, yeah, one thing that I also meant to mention on the last... One. Let's let's uh when we do our games, let's mention what pl- what year and platform. Oh, what the hell! I don't want to have to research that much. God. I have to Google things. <laughs> this is, I, I when we're talking about stuff that people don't know about, it'll give them a better idea of what sort of game it is that we're talking about. You're killing me right now, Robert. I don't know if I can do this. Uh, if I, I, I play I Super Space Ants Three. You don't know. You don't. That could have been ten years ago. Maybe it was 1981. You don't know. I already have it open. Jay gets to go first. Oh no, 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 no! I'm not ready. I still. Have to do, I have another game. Hold on a second. Nobody's ready. Well, you're ready. You're the one who came up with it. You better be ready. Blake, you want to go first? I'm not ready. I. No, I, I... <laughs> all right, I'll go first. No. Yeah, since this was your plan, you go ahead and tell us all about it. <laughs> Show us I how played. it's done. Watch this. You ready? Just just pay attention. I played Mario Party 2 for Nintendo 64, which came Sorry. out in the U.S. in the year 2000. Uh, Wait, slow down. You're that. going too fast. Slow down. Say that again. <laughs> what game you play? What year is it? So Mario Party 2. Um, sure, I haven't ever played any of the Mario Party games, and there's like 17 of them now or something like that. And um, I kind of had fun with it. Like, it had some weird – there were some weird things about it. But, like, it was pretty cool. It was a pretty cool game. Like, mostly I bought it to play – like, to have something that we could play with uh, my daughter. Because any other game that I play with her, it's like either I just have to, like, sit there and just, like – not press any buttons so she can beat me, or I just, like, mercilessly beat the hell out of her in whatever game we play and then feel bad about it. So I was like, Mario Party 2, maybe that'll be a little bit different, because it's more, you know, like, casual and easy and that kind of stuff, and it, and I managed to rope my wife into playing it with us also, which was cool, because she never plays any games. So, uh, so Mario Party 2 is fun in the sense that if you're in a situation like I am, where you have a six-year-old who isn't you know great at games and you have a wife who doesn't like playing games anyway it's something that you can actually play and have a pretty good time with sure and and not just demolish everybody 
Um, well, fact, you probably stole it. Let's be honest here. Well, right? I I held back a little bit. Uh, <laughs> I did lose like I think I, I we 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 played two games of it and we were and then we started the third one but never finished it and I think I won one of them and then uh the other one my daughter won. Uh so um if you're not familiar with it Mario Party 2 is very heavily uh mini game or the Mario game the Mario Party games in general I guess are very heavily mini game based but there's actually more structure to it than I thought. I thought that the Mario Party games were just like, oh, pick a mini game. Let's everybody play this <laughs> quick mini game for like three minutes and have a blast. And oh, you won. Let's do another one. Um, what it actually is, is it's like more like a board game. And, uh, you got four players. Uh, if you, if you have less than four, then there's just AI controlling the other, the other guys. And, uh, you're going around this board and, uh, Toad, is on one part of the board, and he uh, gives you a star whenever you get to him. Or you can buy a star from him. The point of the game is to uh, be the person with the most stars when the game is over. And so you go and you get, like, coins for landing on certain spots and all this stuff. And then uh, if you get to Toad and you have enough coins to buy a star from him, you can do that. Some of the spots that you land on, you can, like, buy items that kind of help you out on the board. But kind of the main thing is, um, at the end of every round, so once, like, all four people have gone, there's a minigame. And uh, depending kind of, like, on what spots you're standing on, it might be a two-versus-two minigame, or it might be every man for himself, or it might be, like, a three-versus-one type thing. Uh, and it's like, whoever wins the minigame, like... If, if you're on a team, then everybody on the team, like, gets more coins, or if it's, like, every man for himself, then the one winner, or maybe the top two people will get the most, will get all the coins. And, uh, that's kind of how it goes. You use the coins to buy power-ups and to buy the stars. You can get stars other ways. You can also land on squares where, like, you can, you can pay, uh, the boo to go steal coins from somebody else and give them to you, which is kind of fun. And, uh, and that's how the game goes. You just keep, you just keep going. Uh, you basically you basically roll a dice. What it is is it's a block spinning above your head. You jump up and hit it, and whatever number it's on, you move that many spaces. And there's also uh, a little bit of strategy where like you can take different paths, and some of the paths have things that like might go through them at some point. They can be like triggered and knock you back really far, or knock you back like to the beginning of the board. Uh, and then every time somebody buys something from Toad, he moves to a different spot. So that kind of changes the, the dynamic up a bit, also. But the main just of the game is everybody takes a turn, then you play a mini game, and you kind of repeat that over and over. And in the meantime, you try to get as many coins and stars as you can. Um, the mini games are kind of like some of them are okay, and some of them are just like really dumb. Like some of them are pretty fun, where like you might be running around trying to knock each other off like a ledge, uh, while like lava is like while while the blocks you're walking on are also falling into lava. And then there's like really stupid ones where it's like pick one or two and then one or two fruits are going to fall down off of this thing and every once in a while there's going to be a beehive and whoever gets the beehive gets <laughs> Yeah, I remember out. that one. <laughs> like that one is fucking dumb. <laughs> um but the the it's it's nice because none of them are 
too incredibly difficult, which is which is good for like again a situation like me where you're playing with people who aren't like great at video games. It gives them a chance of winning. Sure. Um, you can also randomize it a little bit where like you can set it to where at the end of the game, Toad or yeah, I think it's Toad will sort of like randomly hand out extra stars to people. Yeah, based on quote unquote performance. Yeah, it's like oh you were the. He'll be like you were the coolest person playing you get a star for that i found that to kind of be uh to kind of counteract like what it's trying to do is be really friendly for little kids playing it but i found it to kind of counteract that because the one game there's one game where my daughter had the most stars and she was super excited and then toad starts handing out random extra stars and like she almost wasn't going to win but then like it happened she happened to get like enough random stars also to, to still win anyway so uh so that was a close call but one of the problems, one of the kind of weird things, one problem that I had with the game is like, so there's like probably a few dozen mini games. Like, what would you say, Jay? Like maybe th- like forty. I don't remember 30 specifically or 40. that one, but there were a lot. Yeah, I remember. So there's a lot of mini games because there's two versus twos, there's three versus ones, there's one where it's every man for himself. Uh, oh yeah, another really stupid one was like pick the person that you think is going to win the race out of these like four random. Oh characters. yeah, the random ones. And you don't even do anything. You just pick one and then watch them. And whoever wins, whoever picked that one, gets the coins. Um, but what's what's like what was kind of weird on a lot of them was uh, they would explain the rules of the game to you and like the controls and everything and how to do stuff, but they would leave out like crucial information. Like they would explain the mechanics of how the game works, but leave out like key information about what you're actually supposed to be doing in the mini game. It would be like so you'll start it. So every time the mini game starts, it goes to a little screen where it's got like where it tells you like in, the instructions and what all the buttons do. And it would be like up goes up. Use the joystick to move around. B pulls the trigger or pulls the lever. All right, you ready? Yeah. It's like no, I don't know what the fucking lever does. Like, what's the lever do? What are we supposed to be even doing here? But it, that's all the information it will give you. It's like joystick moves you around. B pulls the lever. Uh, and like that was more than often, more, more, more than all, wait, more than not often. What's the, what, what's this, what's the phrase I'm looking for? More often than not. There it is. There it is. <laughs> was the case. Like there were actually relatively few times where I was like, okay, I understand what I'm supposed to be doing in this game. It'd be like, make sure you avoid this thing. All right, go. But it's like, what am I actually supposed to be doing? So that was kind of weird. Um, also, like, one thing that stood out to me as kind of funny is the first time you're playing the game, it, give, it asks you, like, which land you want to go to. You go to, like, Cowboy Land or Space Land. Oh, yeah, the levels or whatever land. you want to call it. Yeah, and it's, like, different – it's basically, like, different layouts to the board games and different kind of, like, events can happen on each of them. Uh, but there's also rules – it's, like, Rules Land or something like that, and it just tells you the basic rules of the game. But it's, like, so – Rules land, you hover over it with the little pointer or whatever, and it says, Rules land, go here to learn the rules of the game. And so you press A on it, and it says, You're about to go to rules land. This shows you the rules of the game. Do you want to go to rules land? And then you press A again, and it says, Okay, we're going to go to rules land. This shows you the rules <laughs> of the game. And then it shows like a little cutscene of all the characters running, and Toad's like, We're running to rules land. This is where it's, where it's going to show us all the rules of the game. And then you get there, and Toad goes, Welcome to Rules Land. Now we're going to learn the rules of the game. 
I was just like, get on with it. Like, sometimes it gets kind of in that mode where it's like, okay, you're talking way too much. I kind of get it now. It's like, it either doesn't give you enough information, or it, like, repeats the same information over and over and over again. The rules land thing was by far the 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 heaviest part of that. The, the most extreme case of that. But, uh... Yeah, sometimes the rules were not very clear, or they were way too verbose, like I'm probably being right now. But overall, I'd give it a I'd give it a solid seven point five out of ten, somewhere around there. Nice. I, I wouldn't recommend it. I don't know. Uh, Jay, they do get plays, better. I can tell you right? that much. Yeah, I I played a lot of them. I don't remember specifics of each one, but they do get better, honestly. So I get so for this one. I don't know if it would be too much fun if you're actually playing with people who know how to play video games. Uh, it's very competitive. The older ones, not so much. The newer ones okay. definitely are competitive. Okay, okay. That may, okay. So maybe not this one. So maybe this one is more purely just for people in a situation like it, mine. It's not so the older much, ones, like, they definitely were just very RNG-based. Okay. That sounds about right. So that was my experience with Mario Party. It was good for what I bought it for, which was to have something to do with the family. Not an amazing game, but it, it did the trick. But now my Wii's broken and I can't play it anymore. Your Wii's broken? Well, I'm glad you had fun with it. It's a pretty, pretty fun title. Yeah, it was, it was pretty cool. Who wants to go next? Who do you think? One, two, three, not it. Not it. Ah. Ah. Oh, man, you were so late on that one. I tried. That's okay. You do get points for trying. Nice. So I played uh, two games this week, since I, I know I'm going. Uh, what? Two? Yeah, I told you this earlier. Damn. Well, one of which I played primarily when we were doing the podcast last time, and then I finished it up. Uh, <laughs> 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 yeah, you were like, <laughs> on the seventh level right well, now. Well, I beat, like, before I played, when you were done recording. First game I played was uh, what Blake played last week, which was the original Zelda for NES, which came out in 1987. Fuck you, Robert. Um, good. <laughs> anyways, so I played through the, orig- the regular, the normal version, the non-hard version, um, while we were doing the podcast last time. So in about two and a half hours, I pretty much beat the entire game. I finished up like a couple hours later. And, um, and then I played through the hard version. And Blake, I had the same fucking experience you did. I was in call with people, and I'm, like, talking about it. And I'm like, man, I can't. The first thing I did is I went around to all the locations of the castles that I previously knew. And I looked at them, and I said, okay, this is one, this is two, this is nothing, this is nothing, this is nothing. They're like, oh, you don't know where the castles are? Oh, well, they're here. It's so easy. Oh, oh, oh. Shut the fuck up. I've never played it before. It's been a very long time. Like, I was getting so frustrated. I ended up leaving calls. I'm just like, you guys are a bunch of fucking... Dumbass. It's like, I, I keep telling you, I haven't played in a long time, and the castles are moved around, and they're in new locations, and it's just irritating. But all in all, it was it was a really fun to play the hard mode. I, I thought it was, it's a great challenge because you pretty much, it, I know somebody's going to correct me on this, in the first castle, you pretty much have to beat it with only three hearts. I couldn't find any extra hearts around. I didn't, I even had the candle, I had a shield, I had arrows, but no bow, um, and I wandered around, and I couldn't find it. And then um, I beat the first castle. The one thing I noticed, Blake, with, with with playing the hard mode, you pretty much have to have bombs with you at all times because you have to test every single wall in every single. Yeah, dungeon. it's very frustrating. Yeah, if you like, don't have bombs, the only way the only ones that you don't have to check are the ones where um like you'll press up against or like if it's a room next to a room that you've already been into. And that's about yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Otherwise, you pretty much have to check fucking everywhere. 
Mm-hmm. So it's fun. I haven't beat it yet. I'm like halfway through. Um, it's very time consuming because, like I said, you have to have an, you have to have a lot of bombs. So there's a lot of times you'll have to clear part of a dungeon, leave, go farm, get more bombs, come back, farm the dungeon, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, boss encounters are pretty much the same so far. They take some of the later bosses and put them in the earlier dungeons a little bit. And there's a lot more mini bosses from my experience so far. Um, but the game overall is really fun. Um, I mean, I've played it a lot as as a kid, and now that I'm pretty good at video games i can say that honestly uh the game's not too difficult i can dodge majority of the abilities that are thrown at me and i can maintain having full hearts for most bosses and i realized after watching the last um summer games uh how much damage bombs do and how valuable they can be just to burn through rooms especially the ones that have the red little guys with the shields what are they called like little cat people there you go yeah Yeah, those rooms are just absolute cancer if you don't have bombs like you need some way to kill them easily. So uh, that was the first game I played. Do you have any comments, Roberto? No. Okay. Second game I played um, is a hey, game good that good rundown, I... and I'm glad you told us what year it came out. Kill yourself. Uh, <laughs> second one came out in 2001, and it came out for PS2. I hold this game very close to my heart because I played this game hundreds of hours. I've, I've talked about this game before in the podcast, actually, but I played a couple of them um, this past week because. Uh, it's something that my, my older brother and I played a lot together, and so it, when I go back and play one of them, I usually play a lot of them, um, was Tony Hawk Pro Skater. And I'm pretty sure neither of you guys played these games, correct? Last oh, I played around? Tony Hawk Pro Skater. Oh, did you? Yeah. Okay. Well, anyways, uh, the one I'm going to talk about primarily... Well, well not the first one. Are you talking about the first one? Uh, just any of them, really. I mean, any of the, the I, series. I played two and three. Okay, so three is the one I'm actually going to talk about primarily, because it's the one that I know tons about. Um, so if you don't know Tony Hawk Pro Skater, he's obviously a professional skater who designed a, a video game. Um, shut the fuck up, Robert. In the early 2000s. <laughs> what are you laughing about? Lisa's laughing, too. Lisa's laughing, too. Oh. Take my wallet. Um, anyway, so these games came out in the early 2000s. Uh, the one I'm talking about specifically was for PS2. Give me my wallet back. Give me my wallet back. Lisa took my wallet. I can tell. All right, whatever. Anyways, um, so it's a third-person point of view. Thank you, Lisa. um, Skateboarding game, and there's a lot of mechanics to it. So you can obviously jump. uh, You can grind on objects. uh, You're able to do uh, moves in the air, and the whole purpose of doing them is to accumulate points. Uh, When you're playing head-to-head against somebody, the whole objective is to get more points than them. And so the longer your trick goes on, the more points you receive. So you can uh, manual, you can transition into a bunch of different moves and then start grinding, come off of the grind, do a bunch of moves. Um, and the whole idea is to try and keep it going as long as possible. And when you're grinding and manualing, um, there, a, a bar appears and it's basically a meter of your balance. And so if it goes too far to the left or too far to the right while you're grinding, you fall and you fail and you, you lose all your points for that current trick. And if you're manualing, it's obviously up and down, so it's the same concept. If it goes too high or too low, then you fall and you lose all your points. Um, the campaign is, is pretty cool. Uh, essentially, the whole idea of the campaign is there's a bunch of, a bunch of different objectives in each level. Uh, the easiest ones are obviously to accumulate as many points as possible. Then you have to collect certain letters. Like there's a, It'll spell a word during the level like skate, and you basically collect all letters. And um, there's just a variety of objectives. Each uh, level has a couple of objectives that are unique to the setting so there's a winter level you have to like do something with penguins or snow or you know somebody's got their tongue stuck to the pole and you have to like grind it and it really bizarre shit oh yeah 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 you remember that yeah, yeah. 
Um, so the campaign was, it's, it's fun. It's, it's not really the, the thing that I didn't like about the earlier games is you had two minutes for each level. So you get the level starts, you have two minutes and you have to do as many as the objectives as possible. So obviously you have to replay these levels continuously in order to obtain all the objectives. Also, there's no way to get off your skateboard. So when you're exploring, you have to be able to maneuver. And if you hit a wall, your character does this really dumbass thing where he kind of ricochets off of it and goes in a different direction. So let's say you're trying to go up a set of uh, a ramp, right? Just a really narrow ramp. And you'll hit a wall, you hit a wall, hit a wall. You'll ping pong your way up to the top or pinball, whatever. And it's really frustrating. In the later games, uh, you have the ability to actually get off your skateboard and you could walk around just holding your skateboard. It was fantastic. One of the it made the game much more open and free. And you could explore and, and do different things. Um, but uh, Tony Hawk Pro Skater Three, the biggest thing that that I love about it was playing against other people because you basically set them at a certain amount of time. So you say, oh, yeah, you have two minutes to do as many points as possible. And um, in my family, we were very very good at the game. A lot of times, the two minute timer would not stop our turn from going because if you're in the middle of a move, the timer doesn't matter. Once the timer runs out, you get to finish oh. your trick. So you could literally go indefinitely if you're good enough at balancing and manualing and continuously doing abilities. And we would get millions and millions of points in one trick. So it would basically be one big-ass trick for you know, several minutes at a time. Um, so the game itself, Tony Hawk Pro Skater 3, not really that great. Um, the other thing that, that's, that I really appreciate for it was the music. Uh, Lisa and I both have talked about this. Tony Hawk Pro Skater has really good music. It was the first time that I really got into music was actually watch, was playing these games because they had... Great tracks, and they were perfect for our age group as well. Um, Robert, you'll appreciate there's a lot of uh, Led Zeppelin on there. I'm just kidding. I'm just Hell kidding. Oh, yeah. Oh, is there not? I don't think so. There's ACDC, I though. I know. There is either. I know there's ACDC. I always had, I always used the, uh, like, thing where you can, like, record music onto your Xbox. Mm-hmm. And then you can play that music, and I always did that. But it sucked because it would randomize it. But it always it like randomized it one time and then always used the same exact order of songs. So it's like, all right, let's listen to whatever. Like the uh, Tony Hawk like, games had a similar issue. The same one. It would always start from the same same spot in the track, which is the very beginning. So you'd always hear the same song, the same first fucking five songs or whatever, and then sometimes yeah. you get to the later stage. Because again, the maps are two levels, so that's what one song maybe. Yeah, so, yeah, it's the same song every right, time. So if you change levels, it resets the track. So uh, during multiplayer, you can obviously pick the songs you want to listen to and stuff like that. But as the game progressed, it definitely got better. Like I played some of the later ones. I don't play too many of them anymore. Underground was really good. Um, the later ones, four was was pretty good. It, they 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 really did improve on the title each time. They added some kind of new feature that made the game much more enjoyable and more open. Um, I don't particularly play these games. I don't you know run out and grab them when they come out or anything, but I'll jump back on them every once in a while. Uh, do um so the third one was that the one with like Django Fett? Yes, I'm pretty Storms? sure. Okay, that's pretty, what I thought. And then this, okay, yeah. Django. I, like, I think it was three or four. You think that one was four? I think it was three or four. I'm googling right now just to check. I thought that that one was three. It was three. I could be wrong. Three. Okay. You okay. Well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so it was two and three were the ones that I played. I actually liked two a little bit better. I don't think I played uh, two too much. Okay. But three was really good. Yeah, it was really enjoyable. Three. Uh, the Tony Hawk games were like. Like, they sound really fucking dumb. It's like, oh, cool, you get to do tricks and you get points and skateboard around. But, like, when you actually play it, 
Like they they really executed the gameplay really well in, in those games. Like I like I just remember hearing tons about it before I got it. And those uh, two and three came out when I was in college. And uh, like I was like I'm not interested in those games. But then I was like hanging yeah. out in my friend's dorm rooms one day, and he was playing. I was like he was like you want to play? I was like yeah, I'll give it a shot. And I was like holy shit, this is actually a lot of fun. The, the other thing that was funny is at the time, like, pro skating was starting to become, like, a real thing that had a following, and Jackass was really popular, which a lot of the Jackass stars are, were professional skateboarders. Oh, yeah, And yeah. they were featured in the game, and it was really cool, because you're like, oh, I'm, you know, I'm a big fan of this person, this person, and uh, it was cool to, to kind of play them as skaters throughout the game. So they were play. in some of the games? Yeah, Bam Margera was in Tony Hawk Pro Skater 3. I mean, Tony Hawk was obviously in some of the Jackass episodes. He was in it as well. Uh, I'm trying to think who else, but there was a handful of them, at least, I know. Cool. Yep, 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 yep. Okay. Uh, Blake. Hey, that's me. What game did you play and what platform did it come out on and what year did it come out? Uh, it came out on your face. Uh, okay. I actually, you know what's strange? I've never really played a Tony Hawk game. Really? I, yeah. That is surprising. Um, a friend of mine, the guy that I used to play fighting games with a ton, Back uh-huh. in high school, he was—he actually played some of the Tony Hawk stuff. He loved the Tony Hawk games, so I think I played it once or twice with him. But it was never the big thing that we did. He liked it a really? lot, and I could not give any less shits personally. But did you ever uh, try it? I, I played around with it some. It was like, yeah, this is kind of okay, but not me at all. Sure. Like it was—it was about. It was a game about the. Um, the skate scene, you know, and that wasn't anything I had any connections to. Like, I didn't either. I, I had no interest in skateboarding whatsoever, but I still fa- I still found it to be fun. Yeah, I think that's the case for a lot of people, but it just wasn't for me. Like, that whole idea just turned me off from it, so I never really tried to get into it. Yeah, I can um, understand that. That's that's yeah. kind of like I sort of just got into it on accident. I, I never gave it a, a chance until I happened to, like, just kind of play it that one time like i said yeah uh, but yeah i'm not surprised like it's definitely a uh it's it's like such a niche type thing but like somehow they did a good job of really making it uh appeal to a lot of people somehow i don't know how they did it yeah i was always like there was a lot more people that got into the game than i would expect from like I think there were people that were kind of fans of the skate scene that got into it, but they didn't do anything with skating. And I like it always kind yeah. of surprised me that it uh, made that much of a an impact, you know. Yeah. Um, all right. So anyway, the game that I played, sort of played, was Super Mario Land for the Game Boy, which came oh, nice. out. In August of 1989. In the <laughs> nice job, Blake. I'm super States. proud of you. Thanks, right? I know. Dude, he it, even it was... gave us the month. Go I could have said the month, but I was like, I don't want to sound like a pussy. Like a complete boss. Boss? Uh, you do that just by opening your mouth, Jay. So, okay. I didn't end up playing that much of this game because <laughs> the short version is I fucking hated it. I did not enjoy the... One or two hours I spent playing Super Mario Land. Um, the art is really, really bad. Like, it's a Game Boy game, so you'd expect it to look pretty bad. Mario looks like trash on it. It was difficult to look at, like a lot of Game Boy games were for me. Um, but it wasn't just that. It's like 
the scope of oh. the like the view field feels very limited and like enemies come on a screen out of nowhere. So like you'll just be running forward and boom, you get hit. Like something just pops out of the air, drops right on your head and you take damage and you shrink down again, which is really frustrating. Uh, and the jump, I think the main reason I could get past that and just kind of go through stages a little bit slower, but what really sucks for me is that the jumping mechanics feel really, really off in this. Um, and I don't know if this is maybe kind of similar to, I think you complained about this a little bit in the original Mario, Robert, it's like the jumping just feels off from what we would expect um, after playing games like Super Mario Brothers 3 and Super Mario World, where it's this it, – the jumping feels tight. It feels good. It feels like it's jumping how you want it to. And in this game, there was a couple issues with like um, the momentum of the jumps not feeling right for a Mario game from what I was used to uh, and there were times where like I would try to jump – and move from a stop. So I'd be at a full stop and I jump and try to move forward and I, I just couldn't at all. It wouldn't let me move whatsoever in the middle of my jump. And was it Robert, do you remember if that was like it uh if that's how it was in um Super Mario Brothers one? Yeah, I think it kind of is like uh I am overall always very impressed with Mario One whenever I play it. Like I feel like it got a lot of things really, really right. But the mm -hmm. jumping is a little bit awkward. Uh, it's yeah, I agree. Like you don't have a whole lot of control over the jumps. If you jump from standing still, you're not going to go anywhere whatsoever. Okay. Um, you don't have much control when you're in the air. Uh, yeah, the jumping was not quite nailed down yet. It was more kind of like realistic than good, I would say. Okay. That's kind of what I figured is that a lot of Super Mario Land's mechanics kind of – like the jumping mechanics specifically were pretty much based on what you would get out of Mario Brothers 1. Um, and it was really, really frustrating on this one to just keep trying to learn how the jumping in this was supposed to work compared to what I'm used to out of something like Mario World or Mario 3, etc., where if you jump from a dead stop – you're still going to be able to move around a little bit. You're still going to be able to float, um, move to the side some. You're not going to be able to move to the side that much because you don't have any momentum. But you're still able to make some to make some distance there. And in Mario Land, like it just doesn't work like that at all. Uh, so it was really, really, really difficult for me to keep playing this game. I ended up only putting about an hour or two into it. Um, and I think I made it through World 2. And oh, really? I, I game over it a few times and I was like, okay, I'm starting to get the hang of this. And then something new would happen and I'd be like, all right, I don't have any idea what I'm doing with this actually. Never mind. Over and over and over this happened. And eventually I just got <laughs> to the point where I gave up. <laughs> uh, there were some cool things that it kind of did. Like at the end of the stages, rather than just having a flag, there were two exits. And one exit, um, was one that you could just get to at any time. You'd just walk along the ground and you'd walk right into it. And the other exit would be one that, uh, like each stage had kind of its own jumping puzzle that you had to figure out how to reach the exit for that one. So like there'd be a platform, something simple. I, I use the term puzzle loosely here. 
But there'd be like a platform going up and down and you'd have to jump on that. And when it was at its height, you'd have to jump off of it to be able to make it over to the platform with the bonus exit. Or there'd be one with a, that you'd have to like jump off an enemy, stuff like that. And I thought that was pretty cool. I like that small little addition, being able to get extra lives like that. Uh, aside from that, like, uh, there was one thing about like jumping on an enemy that was really weird. I think it was just like the jumping mechanics just did not feel good in it <laughs> and that made it impossible to play there was some other cool stuff that it was doing but the submarine fireballs is pretty badass see yeah i never got around to the submarine either that was oh I, I probably never got to the the good stuff in the game because the <laughs> four mechanics of the game were stupid um the soundtrack is really good, good on it the second the sound- one's really good. See, yeah, I remember playing uh, Super Mario Land 2, Six Golden Coins, yeah. and think that one was pretty okay. I remember it having the moon level and stuff, mm-hmm. uh, and I couldn't, re- I wasn't sure what Super Mario Land did, and I don't know that I ever played it when I was younger. I know I played Super Mario Land 2, and that one was pretty good, but Mario Land 1 was not. <laughs> I... Uh... I- really want to get around to super mario land 2 at some point because i like i never even did much with game boy but even i remember that game being a a fun one being playable i actually i really liked this game when it came out but it's been forever since i've played it uh so i don't really it's hard for me to say like i don't know if i would enjoy it now but i but when it when this game came out like I didn't have any problems with it. I really liked it. I remember the, uh, <clears throat> the only things I remember are the, is that the music was really good and the submarine that shoots fireballs and the little, uh, bad guys that were like little, they were like bugs or something. They would hop around. Is that? Um, I am trying to remember. I knew, I know that I ran into Goombas. Um, I ran into, uh, uh, ran into Koopas, and there were like some flying ones that I, I don't remember being Koopas or Goombas, and they, yeah, maybe that's what I was thinking of. They were yeah. like kind of fly around sort of, they were kind of like bugs. Yeah, they, yeah, 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 they were like the bugs, um, god, which one? I want to say, yeah, I think it was uh, like the bugs from the old Mario Brothers versus game. Oh, yeah, I never actually thought about that, but I think you're right. So it was basically those bugs, and they were strange to deal with. Yeah, I can, uh... Yeah, I remember those kind of being a little bit annoying. I don't think I had, like, a huge problem with them, but I was like, I don't really like these guys. trying to remember if I ever beat the game. I want to say I did, but I really just can't even... Like, it's been... I mean, that was, you know, obviously a launch game for the original Game Boy, and that was when I got it, was when the original Game Boy came out, and like, so clearly it's been a long-ass time since I've played it. I don't remember a whole lot about it. <laughs> uh, cool! Uh, but you didn't, but you didn't care for it too much. No, I didn't care for it at all, and I was, because I, I'd kind of hoped that it was going to be more similar to my memories of Super Mario Land 2, so I kind of had uh. some hopes going into it. And then one or two of my friends were like, oh, you should play Super Mario Land sometime. And I was like, all right, all right, I'll do that. And I played it off stream just to kind (laughs) of dick around one night. And I was like, this is, oh, my God, I hate this. I'm I'm not having any fun. 
I'm glad I played this off cast. Mm-hmm. Did you play it uh, on? Did you play like an emulator? Yeah, yeah. Nice. I just used um, Game Boy emulator. I used the Retro Achievements Game Boy emulator to try and get oh, some cool. on there, and um, it, I just was not enjoying it. That was. I'm probably going to go back to it sometime when I feel like I will have the patience to deal with it, but that's not right now. Um, uh, that was the first game, I believe, that princess, that the princess was called Peach. I think that's right. I think it's right, too, but I'm not, I'm not going to put, I'm not going to give you the Rob guarantee on that one. It sounds right. I guarantee. I'm trying to remember what other Hold on. Did you seriously just say the Rob guarantee? (laughs) I said I'm not going to give you the Rob guarantee. Okay, here. All right, quick search on this says, um, this is just the Wikipedia article. Unlike other Mario games which take place in the Mushroom Kingdom, Mushroom, Super Mario Land is set in Sarasaland, or however that's pronounced, and drawn in line art. Mario pursues Princess Daisy in her debut rather than the series' standard damsel in distress, Princess Peach. Oh, wait. So it was it was Princess Peach and this was Princess Daisy in this one. No, yes. I think that's right. That that's right. I remember that now. Yeah, this is the debut of Daisy, not a Peach. Okay. Well, she was Princess. That's right. She was always Princess Peach, and that was Daisy. That's kind of weird, isn't it? Isn't it? Can I get somebody back up on this one? Isn't it? Yeah. Blake, you uncultured swine. I I'm not paying attention. I'm sorry. Blake. I'm sorry. <laughs> You're getting tired of me. It's okay. Now? Uh, Okay, cool. Now you're getting tired of me? Sometimes. Anything? Any other games, or is it time to go into top threes? Um, I'm excited for these top threes. But, I mean, we could talk about other games if you want. What do you want to talk about? I don't know. What what do you want to talk about? What? Top threes. What what are we doing here? (laughs) (laughs) Top three. Can I get the Rob guarantee, please? (laughs) Yeah, oh, that's my new thing. That I'm gonna have the best top three list. Hi, I'm Robert Ring, and this I'm gonna give you the Robert Ring guarantee. Nope. <laughs> uh, okay, we got worst top three worst box arts. Nice. Oh man! Uh, by the way, games. if you can post the pictures so that we can look at them at least, because I've got all mine yeah. saved. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I'll find. I'll find. Uh, yeah. yeah. My I number mean, one, you guys be, are going to laugh so hard. I never like, played the game. I'm not going to post I only it. saw it. Just Google okay. it whenever I tell you the... Oh, come on. What's in the box? Dude, link the picture. <laughs> What's in the box? Okay, fine. I'll What's in the box? What's on the box? What's on the box? What's on the box? This is a running joke. What's on the box? What's in the fucking box? <laughs> All right. That's a great movie, right? Okay, so... So, yeah, actually, yeah, that is a good movie. Okay, so... The, so to get this out of the way, the shoe in, the obvious one. Oh, yeah. I think we're, we decided to leave off all of our lists. Is Mega Man one? Yes. Um, there's some really good like, ones for this, by the way. Let's talk about Mega Man one for just a I, second. Oh my god! I it looks like they decided to have the box art done by somebody's five year old child. It, dude, that's. Literally, when I see this, I think of, you know how, like, in uh, a lot of the old 
gaming magazines, they would let you, like, send in your own fan art of stuff, and, like, oh, yeah. sometimes it was fucking amazing, but sometimes it was like, alright, let's just, like, go easy on this kid and, like, include his <laughs> art. That's exactly what this game looks like. It really does. It's... I don't know how it could be anything else. <laughs> it's so like, they, he drew it, and they were like, oh, yeah, it looks really good. We're gonna go stick it on the fridge for you. <laughs> Great job. <laughs> It looks like it's colored with crayons. Like, I mean, okay, even... so... Step <laughs> one. Just all of that. God. The worst part of it for me as a kid growing up when I first went to go play this game is that I played Mega Man 2 before Mega Man 1. I was spoiled by the Mega Man 2 box art, which in America looked good. It looked... It's this Merca. pose... Of Mega Man, like it was all right. Gun arm at Quick Man, it looks better than Mega Man One did. Jesus Christ! Uh, yeah. And it then I go back to play Mega Man One and I'm like, of all time. this this looks like someone puked on this box. Is this okay? Like aside from, like, first of all, the just the the design of it is terrible. Like I hope people who are listening to this like can pull it up and look at it as we're talking about this. But like even. Aside from the fact that the, the design of it is terrible anyway, like, it's terribly drawn on top of that. Like, look at his thighs. Like, one thigh is, like, thick oh, as where's fuck. The link? Where's the link? And the other one, <laughs> you know what? And the other one is, like, normal size, kind of, like, a little bit skinny. And, like, his head, like, the middle part is way, like, off to the side. <laughs> it's just, there. You, like, it looks like it's colored with crayons also. Oh, like, this is ridiculous. That. It's terrible. I remember seeing this in the store when I was little, and even then being like, what the hell is wrong with this game? You've seen this, Jay, haven't you? I'm looking right now. <sighs> oh, yeah, no, I've seen this one, 100,000%. It's just so funny to me. I actually don't think Mega Man 2 is very good. Like, it's obviously better. It's way better. Yeah, that's why I, I like the Mega Man 2 art. But it's, I, don't, I don't feel like Mega Man art got good until 3. Mega Man 3 looks oh, good. The first one's a joke, though. Like, it is a oh, yeah. literal joke. Yeah, I, that's what I'm saying. The first one's okay. a joke. The second one is bad. It's not, like, laughably bad. It's just, like... like well, it's Mega not, Man like, great. It, it looks more like all the other arts at that time. That's what it makes me think. Yeah, it looks a lot <laughs> like the, <laughs> yeah. the box art back then. That's you know the okay, yeah. that's The only problem I have with the Mega Man 2 box art is that you'll see Crash Man standing over Mega Man's shoulder there. And behind Crash Man, you've got Dr. Light telling Crash Man to go attack Mega Man? <laughs> like, why is Dr. Light back there being like, go get him? Really? <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> All right, and then the other stupid thing about the Mega Man 2 box art is the fact that Mega Man is rolling his ankle. <laughs> <laughs> I never saw, I never noticed that. That's hilarious. <laughs> I, really, the first time I've noticed it, I looked at his foot and I'm like, ooh, that's going to hurt. He's going to sprain that. <laughs> He's gonna sprain that shit. Brace man. He, the, the, the bad part about it to me is like, they were, st they still hadn't really consigned themselves to the fact that Mega Man is actually a boy. And so they're like, we're gonna draw this guy as a man. He's a man. Like, yeah. He just looks ridiculous. He looks stupid. And he doesn't look anything like he does in the game. Mega Man 3 though, if you pull that one up, he looks like Mega Man. He's fighting whatever this guy's name is, and he's shooting the shit at him. Like, well, look at how derpy his face is on that, though. <laughs> on the third one, on the third one, yeah. 
it is a little bit. Like something out of a deformed Disney cartoon. <laughs> God. It's like his eyes were drawn to match the shape of the helmet. <laughs> like but, like, it's not that... Say. It's overall not that bad. This one, I think, is a lot better than Mega Man 2. You don't think so? It's... I don't know. I like... I, it, it, for the most part, I'd say it looks better, but it's also very strange. Like, especially given yeah, some how the rest of box art looked at that time. Like, this this one here is really conforming to the art style of the game rather than being its own art. And a lot of the box art back then didn't do that, so... Okay. It, it feels very out of place compared to what we're used to. Not and then I mean if if, if it was done a little bit better because it, it it's kind of this blend of goofiness and like like you've got the goofy face of Mega Man there but a lot of it looks really hyper realistic almost like Sparkman's sparks look like they just took a picture of some sparks in a welding shop or something and we're like all right let's just draw that on our cover now that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> the. Were there palm trees in Mega Man 1? Because that always confused me, too, about the box uh, art. I, I don't like, think there are. The, I was like, why are there palm the trees in the box art for that game? It's so stupid. <laughs> like, what is his... Where is he? What is this <laughs> he's in? Uh, with its palm trees and its explosion. <laughs> Mega Man's gun. He has a gun! He's got, like, a... Like a Shout, he's got a gun! Like an actual gun. <laughs> He's literally got a gun instead of his gun arm, his blast arm, which Mega Man 2 did as well, and I did always hate that. So I was like, yeah. that's not what happens in the game. That doesn't look at anything. Yeah. What happens? Ah. All right. Well, all right. There's so, our honorable mention. really bad one that I think should have gone into honorable mentions was Phalanx. Okay. Have you guys seen no. this one? No. That was my number. That was my number three. Okay. So I'll call you, Robert. You, I will throw this one up in the chat since I've got it right here for you, Jay. This, this is what it is. That's the box art. Okay. I remember seeing that. It. I. I yeah, remember seeing here. a lot of these now on the um on the shelves of Blockbuster and stuff. That's what I was doing. That's where I found one of mine. Exactly. And I didn't remember them until I went and looked them up, and I was like, Oh dear God, why? This one yeah. should make everybody. This could easily be the number one, right up there with Mega Man for worst box art of all time. It has nothing to do with the game. It's it, it's nothing it's to the game at all. It's got a spaceship in the background. <laughs> yeah, but there's a spaceship right there. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> it's like a shooter, like Galaga, uh, Galaga, um, Super Earth Defense like, Force, uh, Gradius, etc. Things like that, but. The box art for it has nothing to do with that. The box art is an old man playing a banjo. <laughs> and staring directly at you really strangely. Just daring you to question him. <laughs> Don't do it. It's a trap. It's a trap. Ah, oh, man. You know what? Let's go ahead. I, I, I had another one that I was possibly going to use. And right. so I'll make this other one be my number three. And yeah, Phalanx, I was gonna make that. I was thinking about making that uh, an honorable or a, uh, a like a shoe in or whatever. But I didn't think. I wasn't sure if you guys also were gonna. Was, I don't know if it was ob so obvious to you guys also. So oh, yeah, as soon as I saw it, I was like, oh my <laughs> god. 
Bad so bad. I'm gonna go. Yeah, it's. I remember seeing that in the stores, and I was like, like the reason I was only gonna place it at number three is because like clearly they're just going for like bizarre box ah, art. Like, I, factor. Yeah, like just I guess to catch people's attention, but it that doesn't make it not be terrible. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it it, it just failed at everything. <laughs> just so stupid. Failed at everything. Uh, do you know if the game was good? I don't think I ever played it. I never did either, probably because of the stupid box art. <laughs> I also remember seeing the ads for it in uh, Nintendo Power. That I think that's where oh, it okay. sticks out the most. Is oh, okay. That makes sense. Power. Yeah. My God. Pretty this bad. is fun. I'm enjoying this. These are really fucking great. <laughs> yeah, I like it too. I think my number one, though, is literally going to make you guys giggle, because I saw this a couple times. I don't remember if it was at Blockbuster or Walmart, but like I saw it, and I was like, I remember... <laughs> <laughs> like you guys are gonna laugh. My number two and three aren't bad, but my number one is just golden. I think, who wants to go? I kind of want to almost give a a buy to all of the Mega Drive games as well, because I went back and I saw some of the box art for those. I don't think there's a good one among the entire for the entire system. Are you that, talking about like with the with the like white grid, the back white background there? with the black gritting on it or whatever? Yeah. Yeah, th- those were always ugly just because of that, if nothing else. Yeah. One of mine is one of those games. <laughs> <laughs> um, who wants to go first with their number three? You, since you just... I'll go first. Yeah. Alright, my number three, I'm going to go, since since I'm not going to do Phalanx, I'm going to go with Video Chess for the Atari Hmm. Purely because the guy on the cover looks like a pedophile. Oh, is this the old guy with the cloak on his head? No. It's a okay, dude no. with glasses. Oh, what the hell? <laughs> is that Jared from Subway? <laughs> is he getting hit by an A-bomb? Yeah. He looks it's like he's chest is so hard. Yeah, it's like a, yeah, besides him looking like a pedophile, it's like he's turning into some sort of machine in his lower <laughs> half of his body. <laughs> Which is really confusing. I don't know what that well, is. I think what they're going, I mean, that's your opponent, I guess, is what it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be like a super complex supercomputer or something like yeah, that? something stupid like destroying that. you. <laughs> I'll destroy your anus. Ooh. That's what that guy's face is saying right now. It is saying that. And not to mention, look at how the pieces are all jumbled together. Yeah, like they just smashed them together at the other side of the board and were like, we're playing chess. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Who? All right. What do you? What do you guys go? Um. I'll, I'll go. That's fine. Okay. Uh, I said this to you guys in chat the other time, but it's just too good. Do we want to like tweet these out by the way, when we're done or something, or can we like put them on the website so we can show people like the top three? We'll do something. Yeah, sure. We'll okay. So I sent this to you guys a couple weeks ago, but this still makes me laugh every... I want to put this as my freaking background. So this was uh, from Sega Genesis Rambo. <laughs> on the cover, Rambo oh, this is has... Sega, this is Sega Master System. Yeah. Or Mega. Mega. Okay, sorry. I don't... Drive. Wait, what is... I don't know. Mega Drive, means. right? Yes. Mega Drive. Mega Drive was different from the Genesis. Oh, was it really? Okay. Yeah. I said... I only knew about the Genesis. Genesis. Okay. Anyways, so on the cover, it's got a picture of Rambo, which is... What's his name? Um... Who's the actor? Sylvester Stallone. 
And he's got this gun that makes absolutely no sense. It's like one of those big ass guns that has the big bullets that like when they're using them in movies, the, the shells are flying everywhere. But then on the it's like front cha- of it, it's like it's like where it's like a cha- like a chain, a chain gun, yeah. yeah. Like like you know, you have the second guy who just has like the bullets draped around him, like one of those kind of guns. But on the yeah. tip of it, it's got a rocket from a rocket just stuffed in there. You just stuffed because in there. if you start shooting it, the bullets will carry the rocket out, and then not only will you be shooting someone, but you'll also be hitting them with a rocket. No, dude, that's uh, Devil May Cry three that you're thinking of. <laughs> Man, they did it right in that game, though, let's be honest. <laughs> That's true. Hey, maybe they did it right in this game, too. Who knows? I doubt that it. That made me laugh so hard when I saw it. I was like, what? Yeah, this is pretty ridiculous. Like, the art and, like, the picture and all that is not, like, drawn terribly or... Yeah, the text like is that. It's like that gun, dude. Like, yeah. they really went all out and just, like, we're going to make the most badass gun we can fucking think of. We're it made put me get rocket on the end. It's got to get those. It's gonna have those chain bullets. The background is kind of barren sure, though. It's, it looks like it looks like you're in front of like a Excel spreadsheet or something. Yeah, yeah that's <laughs> how all those games were. Rambo like, shows up and he's like, "I'm gonna blow this up for you." Like, <laughs> the long comes, dude. That comes with chain gun rocket launcher. Chain gun. That's not gonna do anything. It's not even I real. Remember seeing the, I remember seeing these games when I was little. I was just always like. Like, always. Just like, those look so bad. Like, why yeah, are they, why do they have to all be like that? When I was a kid, I thought it was cool. You thought it was cool, really? Hell yeah. Uh, Blake, what you got? Um, I don't know where to put mine in order. I don't even know, like, if I'm happy with the ones that I have. There's so many bad ones out there that it's hard to just pick a few. And, and really? I, 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 had a hard, uh, I had a hard time thinking of a lot. Like, I tried... I wanted to kind of have a list of like cover art that was bad because the game was really good and then like the best example of that would be Mega Man 1 which to be fair the game wasn't really good but the game was at least good ish um so like the three that I have they I don't even know if they're in any particular order right now I just kind of have them written down as something to go off of so the, my number 3 that I'm going to go with BK it's it's a box box art so stupid that it became a giant internet meme oh no yeah I don't know if I, I don't a meme mystery of the druids history of the druids mystery of the druids this one right here history uh, <laughs> 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 it's the box art it's so weird <laughs> So we like why would you have that as your box art? And apparently like the the picture of the guy to describe it for you at home, the, it's got a dark misty night and it's got mystery of the druids in big glowy letters. It's like goosebumps letters or something. Yeah, goosebumps letters or something like that or own in the dark. And then the only other thing going on in the picture aside from the landscape is one old guy who was apparently not even the villain of the game or anything. Just one guy in the middle of the cover, screaming, with his face all scrunched up. Just, he looks so ridiculous. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and he's got, like, his bottom lip, like, above, like, covering his bottom teeth. Like, it looks like he just saw some sort of disgusting scene taking place, and he's just, like, disgusted at what he's looking at. Maybe he figured out the mystery of the druids. <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> Gotta play the game. Uh, what, what, when did... This game come out and what? Oh, uh, we didn't say dates and times for this, Robert. 
Yeah, you. No, must. but I'm curious. I'm curious. No, no, I'm curious. I'm just curious about this one. I'm fucking with you. I want to say mid nineties. What was like? What was like? What was this game? I'm assuming action uh, platform. No. Well, it's apparently on Steam. <laughs> well, I mean, it's, a, it's a really bad game. That's what I thought. Uh, it came to Steam on 2001, uh, and it was a, it, its original release. Really? It was 2001? I thought it was earlier than that. My God, that's sad. It might have just been when it when that when it got on Steam. No, that's its release date. That's when it came. Oh, out. okay. Mystery. Okay, so this is like a oh, this is a point and click game. Okay, it's like 3D. Yeah, I just like, said. Okay. Oh, okay. I didn't hear you say that. I didn't hear you say it either. Sorry, Blake. I don't, I don't think you did. Fuck yourself. What? Uh, I'd rather not. Oh, so I'll okay. leave that to you. Uh, Robert, number two. Is it? Or is it? I can't get. It's Robert, it's me, but I just, I still just can't get, get over this guy's face. Ah! <laughs> All right. Let's see what. Okay. Oh, okay. This is one. So I don't actually remember this one, but I was like. Looking up some old games, I was like, I wonder what the box art for this one was like. Like, maybe oh, this one that no. I can't really remember. So I was looking up some, like, other old games, and I wasn't, like, the ones I was looking at, like, I was like, you know, that actually wasn't too bad. But in one of this, like, Google searches I did for the box art of one random game, I don't remember what it was, this one popped up for a different game. I don't know why, but it just came up. And I was like, that is ridiculously bad. It's called Transbot. Oh, hold on. Let me find. Uh, I, I don't have an image pulled up. Look at this fucking piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? Oh my <laughs> god! It looks just like the other one, but different a little bit. So, so this is a- you throw the rocket launcher mini chain gun on there, and you wouldn't be able to tell the difference. <laughs> <laughs> so this is another uh, Sega uh, Sega Mega Pack. <laughs> Like a Mega Drive, whatever game with the white grid background, and it's got this like shitty looking Transformer robot on the front that is that it like looks like somebody like drew him in five seconds and was like, all right, slap it on there. Like his hand, like his arm, like he's got his arm sticking out for no apparent reason, and it looks like way too short. And he's got these random spikes behind his head. He looks like it looks like a little like a little kid baby Transformer. Just like standing there putting his arm out, and that's you. you it's kind of you have to see it because it's just the drawing is just so terrible. There's no detail on him. He just looks like a like really shitty transformer. Yeah, a really shitty transformer. <laughs> uh, Jay or who, who? Yeah, Jay. What you got for number two? So I thought, I've actually talked about this game a couple times because I've played it, but I I looked at the box art and I couldn't help but laughing. So this is uh, Friday the Thirteenth for regular Nintendo, and it's got a great picture of Jason on the front of it because that's obviously what the game's about. It's supposed to be a scary game, but then you have this rainbow esque background that is very flamboyant and not scary at all. And you you actually have a rainbow logo for one of the companies that worked on the game at the top left. All around this this box art, I remember seeing it on on the actual cartridge. It just makes absolutely no sense. Like I always, you, what were you saying? I sorry, I always uh like took that top rainbowy stuff. It looked to me like it was supposed to be like a heat map of something. I guess, but like it's like kind of like going. Vision. 
Like, yeah, it, it looks like Predator Vision, but that it just made no sense. sense to me. Every time I see it, it just like I'm really confused, like what they were thinking. Like, I I don't know how to explain it. Like, it just looks like a horrible mess of colors, <laughs> and it's bright colors, the, like uh, bright, bright yellow, bright red, bright orange. Like, what? Yeah, it is pretty random. And also, like I never noticed this, but it's got it like on his clothes a little bit. Yeah, too. at the bottom, and look how he has a glow yeah. around him, like he's like angelic or something. <laughs> well, not to mention, I mean, it's got so it's got the title of the game. It's got Friday the Thirteenth, and then it's got some other text on there, and it says "Destroy Jason." If and you can, fact, it, if you can, but the fact that it says "Destroy Jason" is so LJN. It's so uh, God. Who are, the, who are the people that um, translated and localized uh, Yu Gi Oh? You guys know huh. it's a very uh, well-known translation company for some four kids. I think it's four kids. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, it's the same kind of stuff where it's like, oh, we can't have any reference to killing people, so let's just say that we're sending them to the negative zone instead. And it's like, boy, <laughs> Jason. It's so. But just don't have the text on there at all, please. What does it say at the bottom left? <laughs> Baby soft. Baby I think that's where I th- you're getting that's the not image actually part of the okay. I was, oh, you're right. I was like, wait, what? Okay, you are correct. But yeah, that was a good one. That was a good one. Makes me good. Yeah, that's pretty good. So just wait. I can't wait you guys to see. You guys are gonna laugh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> I'm looking at it right now, laugh. I wonder if it, your or mine are the same one for number one. What's uh, the first letter? What's the first letter? W. Nope. Okay. Blake. Number What's two. Up? What's up, dog? Uh, my number two. I think Mystery of the Druids would probably be my number one on this list, but whatever. I honestly one, I think that uh, that was a really power punch for an early <laughs> one. I was like impressed. I was like, <laughs> yeah. if that's your number two or three, like that's insane. They, yeah, they they can't. I don't think they're going to quite live up to this. The last one might, but this one is uh, it's just dumb. I this is another one that I saw on <laughs> the shelves at Blockbuster, and I was like, why would I ever want to play that game? My number two is the Super Nintendo classic, uh, The Lawnmower Man. Oh, Jesus. Which is. What? That's <laughs> <laughs> like a creepy bunny or something. What? Dude, I wonder, though, if this is even very much different from the Lawnmower Man poster. I don't think that it is. Um, it what? basically looks like it's a. A digitized version of like a like a 16-bit version of a scene from the movie. For those that don't know, the long yes, Norman, that's what it is. The movie itself is like there was so much bad going on with that. It was based off of a Stephen King novel um, called The Lawnmower Man, where a guy becomes a super genius by the use of computers. And of all of the images from the movie that they could have gone with, <laughs> they they go with. A, a wire mesh <laughs> design of the lawnmower man where he's grinning eerily at camera. <laughs> You're describing you it so well. Yeah. It's so fucking... He's got this big, dumb, cheesy, goofy grin. <laughs> I, I, I don't know what they were thinking with this. Like It's, it's based off of a horror game or a horror movie and the, like... The, it's definitely a horrifying box art. I'll give him that. Uh, I, I just this don't is know what. This on par with your other one. I don't know what they were thinking with this. 
None, I don't know what they were thinking with the movie in the first place. Like, it doesn't help that the game is based on a movie that did very poorly, that got sued and all this shit, and then the game what itself... What did it get sued for? Um, it got sued because they attached Stephen King's name to the project, even though he didn't have anything to do with it. Oh, really? Yeah, something like, <laughs> like that. It's been a long... Stephen King on there. Yeah. I actually, I remember when this movie came out. Uh, like, I kind of remember it was... You said it didn't do very well. Like, I remember it kind of being a big deal, or at least it had a lot of buzz. It was very, very, very critically panned. I don't know if it made its money back, but basically everyone was like, this movie's retarded. This is terrible. This is shit. It was supposed to be, like, so scary, but it wasn't. Yeah, and then it apparently just was not. Yeah. Uh, I actually have did watch this years later and it's I mean the movie is as bad as you would expect yeah. it to be by looking yeah. at anything related to it oh man this is this this guy's face is definitely on so par. creepy like that should be on Jason right this there guy. that shit's creepy <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh yeah dude who would you, yeah this if this guy and Jason were coming after me like who would you rather like 100,000% that's Jason you would know he's coming he looks like a, a fucking rainbow like, ah, <laughs> oh, shit. Either the sun's coming up or Jason's on his way. Uh, all right. My number one, we've actually talked about this briefly before a while back, just in passing, is Willow for the NES. I kind of thought about that one, actually. Really? Uh, going back to the movie posters thing for Lawnmower. Oh, Man. my God. Look at the guy in the, the love with the big sword. <laughs> <laughs> What's the, what's the guy's name? What's the Willow guy's name? Like the actor? What? Oh, I can't remember uh, who plays. Um, yeah, uh, Warwick Davis. I think that's right, actually. Okay, so he's Willow. So this is based on the movie Willow, and Warwick Davis's face is just like—I don't even know how to describe it. It's, it looks like a mass of lumps. <laughs> Look at him. He kind of looks like Vern Troyer. <laughs> Who the hell is Vern Troyer? He's the he's midget. Powers. He's mini me. Oh no, he does not look like him. The guy in the bottom? Yeah. Yes, he does. What? Okay. I believe you. Let me let me let me good find talk. a good picture that represents this. Hold on. <laughs> but on top of that, you got Vel Kilmer in the background, looking really like just. Like someone up. hit him in the face, and then it, his <laughs> face just froze there. Like someone cracked him in the jaw, gave him a nice right hook, and then his jaw just never returned to its original position. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a good, that's a really good description of it. Uh, but the but the best part of it is Willow himself. Like his face and his jaw and his cheeks are just like, like somebody, like whoever was drawing this, just like forgot any sense of proportion. Or perspective, and just like drew a big curve. It was like, all right, that's good. I mean, we'd even talk about the little guy in the right. Like, what is that? That like monkey thing? Yeah, with the skull mask. The, like, even the witch. Is he breathing in or breathing out? Like, what is he doing? Where's that? Like, is he summoning winds or is he like screaming and it's coming out of his eye? <laughs> it says it says high resolution on the on the. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one, Robert. That is pure gold. I was. This was one of the ones that came to mind when we first came up with this idea. What uh? What do you have, Jay? 
Oh god. So I again, I never played this game, but I've seen it multiple times. It's one of those play along uh you know like the 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 kind of like um Plumbers Don't Wear Ties. It's kind of like a, a with the it has it's for a Sega like a CD. Full motion full motion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Look at this box art. I remember seeing this all the time and be like, that girl's really hot. But look at how ridiculous. Yep. Oh, Night Trap? Yeah. Oh, my God, dude. I was laughing for hours at this when I found it. Like, the guy in the right in the background, (laughs) I just can't get enough of his face. Like, All right, so, like, I don't – this one is pretty bad, but, like, I don't consider this one all that bad because this is bad just because all Sega CD covers were bad. Because they all had really? to have, like, real people on them, or most of them did. And, like, it just looks corny. Like, th- like to me, if you are if you have the game Night Trap, okay? Got Night Trap in the first place, that's what you're working with. <laughs> I'm like, okay, this is a fine cover. They're pretty low. <laughs> Although her hand, like, what the, like, her hand is really yeah, fucked up. Sorry. Like, what? Her hand is like a... Like a big, like all her fingers look like they're webbed together. Did you notice the stuff on the right next to her dome piece too? Like what is? Yeah, like, like the a... random picture of like people walking around. <laughs> I, I I cannot I cannot stop looking at this. It's just so funny. And her expression, like what what does her expression say? Like she looks like my mom's pissed that I didn't let like. <laughs> yeah. Don't do the dishes. <laughs> that is what it looks like exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I can't. Uh, the guy on the right, his his face just fucking pure gold. <laughs> his face is good, and her pants are pretty high. Oh man, this is definitely a '90s game. Look at those mom jeans. Mm-hmm. Yeah, jeans, whatever those are. Those acid-washed mom jeans. I still get in them, but I mean, that's, that does... <laughs> are you Dude, saying is you she would... wearing a? Does she have a cross necklace on? Like what? Like how is the game even a challenge? She's she just throws a cross out of it's over. Huh? She, she's yeah. a cross. <laughs> that's the... That's like that's how you beat the game. Is you just that's how you beat the game. Like, watch. You just walk around and go, "Hey, look at my necklace. Look, look. <laughs> Stay away." God, this made me giggle. That's pretty good. Thanks, thanks. I appreciate it. I like the Rainbow <laughs> one the best of the years, though. Really? I I think the Rainbow one is. Pretty I think cool. the that's... Rainbow one was probably my favorite there. Yeah, because the fucking like it's one thing to have a chain gun. <laughs> it's another thing to have a rocket launcher, and then it's another thing entirely. <laughs> To think the idea to put those together. <laughs> this is such a good top three. This is one of my favorite top threes. It was fun to research this, like, worst box art of all time. I'm just like, scrolls, scrolls. What is that? <laughs> Alright, Blake, I'm, I'm excited to see what right. up. My number one. This is a game on this list that I did play, that I remember playing. I played uh, the Nintendo version of the game as well. And uh, this box art here, woohoo, man, it just does not do the game justice at all. It's completely, it, it doesn't even look related. I, I, My number one is Strider for the Sega Genesis. It, I don't even know where to begin <laughs> with this. I mean, first of all, <laughs> is that who I think it is? That's basically Flash Gordon. That's what the oh, art is. Yep. They basically what? took Flash Gordon and gave him brown hair, and then they made the aura. Look at okay, look at his back where you can see his back there. The aura that they put around him from space there makes it look like he's got a giant hairy back. Am I the only one that thinks of Dawson from Dawson's Creek when I look at his face? <laughs> My God. 
Hold on. I'm, I can't. Oh, I, I pulled up a video of it. Now I can't make it stop playing. <laughs> You're trapped. I'm trapped. Nice. Okay. It's... Went away. Okay. okay. Yeah. Flash yeah. Gordon. It looks like he's got a hairy back. They basically said, oh, we'll just use Flash Gordon. It's the same thing. Um, <laughs> sword that he's holding. Okay. All right. Compare the sword that he's holding to the sword that is cutting through the D down in the title of the game. <laughs> The one that's cutting through the D is the one that you actually use in the game. The one up there doesn't even <laughs> kind of look the same. D- did you notice the official seal of quality? Yes. Def- <laughs> Dude, the game itself that. has the quality seal. The cover art, not so much. I'm more impressed by the seal that says 8 mega memory. <laughs> yeah. Like, what the fuck does that even mean? <laughs> I do like the back here. I wouldn't have noticed that if you hadn't pointed it out. I kept thinking, like, I was like, no, they didn't give him back here for no reason, did they? And then it <laughs> wasn't until about ten minutes ago that I took another look at it, and I was like, oh, that's supposed to be the space background. <laughs> Job, artists. So, the, the character, he just looks Good. nothing like what you see in the game. In the game, you play as this sleek, svelte ninja character, um, like a cyber ninja, almost. You go around, you're fighting a bunch of robots, and on here, you look like Flash Gordon in a purple jumpsuit with brown hair. You're jumping out of space onto the title page of the cartridge here. <laughs> you have an alien. You you have Goro in the background, and he's wearing clothes and doesn't have two his <laughs> arm. Uh, and you're running away from Arabia for some reason. I don't know why. <laughs> you're running away from Arabia? <laughs> All those guys are flying after you. <laughs> with that one guy who has like a weapon that has like a Darth Vader helmet on it what the fuck I like their faces too like what is that guy's gun backwards oh no it's an Uzi what yeah, it's the fuck there's so much like none of this makes any sense with the game not to mention the box art itself is a complete mishmash of a fucking mess I like the uh, light, light, lights in the background the top left the yellow lights it looks like the opening of a movie or something Come check out Strider, right here in the Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, is that one building not connected on the right-hand side? The top is just floating, look. What the fuck? Oh, this is priceless, dude. I could sit here and make fun of this all day. Yeah, like, also, the sword that that he's holding, like, the hilt, like, look at, like... It looks like like it was, it looks like a toy sword for a Mm four-year-old. It's a deck. The perspective... Like, there's Wait no sense of perspective. His hand doesn't look like it should be holding it at all. His hand is at, like, an angle, and the sword is pointed not at the same angle at all. Well, he's swinging, Blake, can't you tell? It, but it What should... is he hanging on to, by the way? <laughs> he's randomly I... swinging it. Good, uh, uh-huh. good top threes. Good top threes. Uh-huh. 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 What uh-huh. do you guys think was the best one out of all of these? God. I don't know. There's a lot not of Not counting ones. Mega Man and Phalanx. Yeah, um, I kind of want to say, I want to say, mystery of the druids. That's it. Yeah, that guy's face was nuts. <laughs> and like, that's it. That's the whole box art. It's just his face. Just... <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. Lawnmower man's pretty good too. <laughs> It's like whenever I go back to look at one or the other, I'm like, oh, no, that one's better. Oh, no, this one's better. Okay, that's good enough. All right, yeah, we're never going to. 
Okay. Never come to a conclusion on What's this. our next top three going to be? My votes would be for sound effects, like that one guy asked us to do, or... Uh... Let's do that. Somebody asked to do it. I think that's <laughs> the right one to do. Best individual sound effect or best sound effects in a game? Best sound effects in a game with the best sound effects. Game with the best sound effects. Okay, yes. Okay. Or we could do it either way. I, individual sound effect. God, that'll be really difficult. I can. There's only one that comes to mind. I don't want to give it away though. But anyway, we'll just do the game with the best sound effects. And if we want to say because it's because of this one sound effect, then we could do that. I um, I guess we could do game sound effects. Game with the best sound effects. Game with the, all right. We'll give that if we if we like in like a week if we. I've tried to come up with anything. We can't. We're just we can't like, no, I can't do this. This is too much. Please stop. Yeah, then we'll just change it. Yeah. All right. Sounds good. All right. So next top three is going to be uh, game with the best sa- or games. Top three games with the best sound effects. What's our backup? The request. Huh? What's our backup? In case uh, that we'll figure it out. We'll okay. figure it out. Um, games with the best sound effects per request. Of the guy who wrote in the email last week. Um, we did get one tweet, let me pull it up, about uh, top ten worst box art. Top ten? Now. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I always say that. <laughs> top three. <laughs> this is from our old buddy, Jeffrey Wachter. Uh, oh, wait, no, this must have been... Oh, no, I'm sorry, he sent in a different list. He sent in uh, best art design in an NES game. Okay. Uh, his top three were uh, number three, Chippendale Rescue Rangers. Number two, Battletoads. He says the stages were so diverse and creative. Okay, Can't argue yeah. with that. And then Mega Man 2 and 3. That's a good list, I think. Not bad, not good. bad. Oh, yeah. I not that. as good as my list was. I think mm-hmm. I actually was uh, con- maybe considering Chippendale for that list. Um, it's, it, it's a great, uh, great transition from the show, from the cartoon to the NES cartridge, I felt like. That, that, that's a good point, yeah. That. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Alright, emails, we got one. This afternoon, a mere nine hours ago. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> so we need you guys to send us some more emails. But luckily, we did get one. This is from another old fan, Ben Woodring. Hey, Ben, what's up? Hi, Ben. Howdy. Um, all right, so the subject line is Metal Gear Solid Point and Click Adventures and You, A Gamer's Guide <laughs> to Pissing Off Jay and Blake the Hedgehog. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, he says, this email is actually about none of those things. Except except actually, did you hear about the Goosebumps point and click? So he linked me to this this GameSpot article. There's a Goom a a Goom a Goosebumps point and click adventure game coming to Xbox 360 of all platforms. Um, nobody knows anything about it really. Uh, Somebody just noticed it on the Xbox Store. Apparently, it's going to be a prequel to the Goosebumps movie that's coming out. Oh, God. Uh, so, yeah. Oh, man. This doesn't have a whole lot of things going in its favor. 
<laughs> you uh, could say that. <laughs> that's really that's really all I have to say about it. Goosebumps, Xbox 360. Wait, Xbox 360, not even Xbox One. That's really odd. <laughs> Going off of what I'm expecting here, it doesn't seem wrong at all. It's probably a very, 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 very cheaply produced game. Uh, when they, if I had to guess here, you know, get, have, you've seen the uh, the ads for the new Goosebumps movie, haven't yes. you? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm guessing they pretty much just are trying to get as much money as they can. Uh, maximizing profits while minimizing spending. Uh, so they probably just found the cheapest company they could, and that company that they found doesn't do Xbox One games. They only know how to make <laughs> 60 games. <laughs> that, uh, it's... You're probably very accurate. I, I'm afraid to find out how accurate you may, you probably are. Uh, so there's that. Okay. Don't know if I'm super excited. Uh, let's see the rest of this email. Uh, he says, it looks like it could be cool if it comes out for PC. I don't know if I agree with you there, Ben. I don't think it looks like it's gonna be cool. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I've been, I've recently been looking for some classic era games to play in a specific vein. Uh, play Monkey Island. I finished, I recently finished playing Spyro 2, 100%, nice. And I'm looking for a game that is similar in aesthetic to Spyro. Mm-hmm. Um, he says if, aesthetic. he says if not in gameplay, then you know, sort of playfully fantasy-esque. Play, play Banjo-Kazooie. Banjo-Kazooie is a really good collection type game. It's one of the higher rated ones. Okay. Would you agree, Blake? Uh, it has the openness of Spyro 2, not like Crash Bandicoot. I mean, yeah, if you're levels. going for something like Spyro, Banjo is definitely going to be up your alley. How about oh, Gex? I, I don't know where you're going with that. I Gex don't remember Gex at all. I played Gex. They're pretty fun is games, it actually but good? I, I think, Ban- no, think Banjo-Kazooie is better. Um, he says... <clears throat> I tried picking up Crash Bandicoot, but the controls and camera are so wonky it's almost impossible. Uh, <laughs> Banjo-Kazooie sucks. <laughs> in my opinion, so don't well, bother suggesting that. Wow. <laughs> you okay. should have read that first, Robert. Yeah, thanks, Robert. So, Jay. What's up? got a big fuck you. I guess. I mean, I mean they're highly rated games. How do you feel about that, huh? No. Just got to shut down. Needs. And Metal Gear Solid sucks dick, so. <laughs> uh, so don't bother. Big open world games like that. I don't know. Um, I, I got nothing, really. I don't really. I never really played not, much of those. Like, uh, expertise, so. Uh, yeah. Maybe um, Jack and Daxter? Oh, yeah, I guess that would be one of those. Yeah. Jack and Daxter 1 specifically is a collect collection type game, right? Jack and Daxter, I think yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, it depends. And the Jack later Daxter, ones. They turned into more action games, I think. It became, well, like the third one became like Grand Theft Auto, but for like kids, kind of. Like, not even joking. That's, that's what they did with the later ones. But the early ones, yeah, they're very collection. They're, they were good games. Like, they're kind of a similar style as well. Um. Anything from the PSX or SNES 
era is fine. Yeah. Jack well, uh, is what about Jack like PS2, right? I think so. What about for SNES? What about like Donkey Kong Country? Does that count? Uh, that's more like Crash Bandicoot, not open world. Okay. Yeah, it's it doesn't have the open world thing. Um, I don't know any games on Super Nintendo that were open world like that. Yeah. Well, I don't know if he cares about open world so much. Anyway. That's... Yeah, sorry, we don't have many good suggestions for you on that one. <laughs> yeah, from that era, like, I'm not f- a big fan of those games in the first place, and especially from that era, I just don't know any others aside from the ones that we've talked about, the Spyro series, any of the Spyro games, and then um, Panjo. Go buy yourself a Sega CD and get Gex. And tell us about it. <laughs> Why do he you hate us? Thinks- You're gonna have a bad time. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Keep up the good work. We will, won't we? Yeah, some of us will. Um, I think that does it for all of our stuff, except all we got left is current gaming subcast. You guys want to talk about some current gamings? Marvel the- Heroes! I- yeah, I've don't been- start. We already talked about this. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, uh, we sort of did. I guess we did. Uh, I've been playing Crypt of the Necrodancer again. There's a season thing going on for it right now. Oh, um, yeah. Have you started racing? Yeah, yeah. I've had a few races. I am, uh, I've won one race and lost one race. And in the race that I won, uh, it was a 3 2 0 victory. And then in the race I lost, it was a 1 to 2 loss. Ah. Um, what else? Uh, I need to. Pl- I think I'm gonna just play it off stream. But Final Fantasy Type Zero HD came out yesterday. Is that supposed to be good? I haven't heard much about it. I think about it's, it's good or not. a pretty good game from everything I've heard. So I'm kind of looking forward to playing it and just experiencing it for myself, seeing what I think of it. Uh, like I don't know what I've been really doing anything else. Some random sh- stuff with like uh, Team Fortress Two. Heroes of the Storm? That's about it. Nice, nice. Yeah. What about you? I haven't been playing much new stuff. Besides, like Jay said, we played Don't Starve together for a little bit. Which we're going to play uh, tonight most... as well. Huh? <laughs> we're going to play again tonight. Very soon. <laughs> we'll play tomorrow night. We're going to play tonight in like 10 minutes. <sighs> 10 minutes later from this point tomorrow evening that's weird um <laughs> i besides that i've just been playing her <laughs> besides that i've just been playing earthbound still oh yeah oh yeah when are you gonna finish that uh <laughs> wow you sound very interested in when are you gonna finish that, that? um hopefully by the next episode. You I'm better. basically far. Live I just finished... Plenty of time. I just finished the uh, gold mine. Okay. Alright. In the desert? Mm-hmm. Okay. We gotta find all the moles and they're all like, I'm the third strongest mole here. 
I'm the third strongest. I'm stronger than the fourth strongest, but weaker than the second strongest. <laughs> yeah. It's writing like that. Those little touches every fucking time they get me. Yep, I agree. It's me too. But I don't want to spoil too much of that. I'm sure I'll talk about it plenty. Yeah, you better. <laughs> whenever, uh, whenever I finish it. Finish you? Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, by the way, the Super Nintendo that I bought was disgustingly dirty. Ew. Uh, yeah, like, I actually had to scrub it down with Lysol wipes, and it was still a little bit dirty. And the game, like, the the Super Nintendo that I bought came, the guy sent uh, Mario Kart and Ken Griffey Jr. Baseball with it. And they were so dirty that they will not even play. Oh, uh, yeah. That's impressive. Would, that takes. Some it was. I was impressed. Certain by talent. I you have to be a certain kind get, of nasty. <laughs> yeah, I usually don't get grossed out from things like that, like having dirt and dust or scuzz or whatever. But like these are bad. So I was gonna play Mario Kart a little bit, but I didn't get to do that. This fucking game doesn't work because it's so damn disgusting. Ew. And that's a wrap. Yeah, that's. I guess that's it. All right. Good talk. Good talk. Send us your emails. We got one this time, right at the last second. Thanks to Ben Woodring, but uh, thanks, ben. yeah, thanks Ben. But we need more. We like hearing from Ben, but we got to hear from at least thirteen people every episode. <laughs> what? Ooh. I don't know about goal. that. Uh, so send us emails, whether they're pointless or not. Doesn't matter. Tweet at us. Um, well, hold on, hold on. I gotta give them the email address to send their emails to. All right, fine. Hey, Robert. At, what's our email address? <laughs> it is mail at classicgamingpodcast.com, Blake. Dot com. That dramatic pause there really got me going. <laughs> uh, tweet at us, Blake. You can tell us. You can tell them where to tweet at us. Tweet at us at ClassGamesCast on Twitter. Whoa. <laughs> also, leave good. us five-star reviews on iTunes. Uh, check out Blake's stream. What is it? Yeah, MyFreeCams. <laughs> <laughs> that that hot was? dude 69. <laughs> The sad thing is, that's probably somebody's name. On oh, I'm sure that one's taken. Somebody was like, wait, that's my name. <laughs> You're talking about me. I'm going to get so much attention. Um, Twitch.tv slash Uh I need to play some more retro games on there soon, but I don't know what I'm going to play yet as my next uh, achievement hunty game. Why don't you play... Uh... Oh, mother. All right, I think this is over. <laughs> All right, okay. That's, that's <laughs> a wrap. This is going uh, too far downhandle. I can't handle it. Everybody. Always... <sighs> <laughs> We're actually yawning in the tired. podcast now. Bye, everybody. Somebody yeah. wrap this up for me. I don't know what to do anymore. I just did. I just did. Okay, thanks. There, we're done. See you guys in two weeks. Send us an email.